Well, good morning, everyone. Well, this morning, it's my joy uh, to introduce to you uh, a couple who, to me, exemplifies a lot about what Leonard Sweet calls a first follower. Leonard Sweet says a first follower is somebody that follows Jesus so closely that they make it easier for others to do likewise. And to me, uh, that's what I see in Dave Louise, and that's why it's been a joy and an honor to partner with them all these many years um, as Westwood Church and to get to know them a little bit personally as well. And so this morning, they're here to share a little bit from God's Word and about the ministry that they are involved in, in Thailand and Myanmar. And so please welcome uh, Dave and Louise this morning. Just use this thing. <laughs> Good morning. It's great to be here this morning. I'm really enjoying this tropical weather that you got. I did not know I was coming into Prince George in the rainy season, so it's great to be here. Um, as Ryan said, uh, we've been doing this for a long time. I, I can feel it in my bones. I can feel getting a little, little older these days. And we've been in, in Thailand for 23 years. 23 years in Thailand and a few years also living in the country of Myanmar. And, and I'm just overwhelmed by God's goodness to us, the way that, that he has helped us to train national leaders who plant churches, who make disciples, they're disciples who make disciples. So look at your friend right next to you and say, you're a disciple. And then say to them, them go and make disciples. Because that's what disciples do, right? Disciples are people who make disciples. That's what Jesus said. And so uh, in, in our 23 years, uh, we were first starting to work with Thai people. We spent a long time learning the language and the culture and then training up some leaders. And we were into our, our third church plant uh, with these Thai people when we met Myanmar people as well. They were migrant workers in Thailand. And we saw that there was an opportunity. God was opening a new door for us. And so Louise worked with the Myanmar people and, and uh, that really took off. And I was working with the Thai people and... And the Thai church became really strong. They were able to lead themselves. And so I stepped back from that and joined Louise. And we eventually moved to, into the country of Myanmar. We really wanted to understand the language and the culture. And so we were there for three years. And then COVID happened and we, we had to leave the country. And after COVID, uh, there was a really violent military coup. And Right now, that country is in turmoil. Uh, there's a civil war. There's fighting all over that country. And so please, please pray for uh, Myanmar, for the people there. If you ever want to find out any just news about Myanmar, just Google that, and you'll, you'll get to some websites that can, can tell you more about what's happening there. Um, <clears throat> 
So our joy and what we, we love to do is train leaders, train people, actually just everyday ordinary people who make disciples who make disciples. That's, that's what we do. And this last year, because we keep empowering new people and our leaders are learning to empower new people, we saw in those two countries, in three different groups, Thai people, Myanmar migrant workers in Thailand, and then over in Myanmar, uh, we saw 30 new churches planted. And there's, yeah, and there's over, this one you could really say on, okay? 360 people were baptized. Okay, yeah. And, and Jesus is changing people's lives in those countries. So I want to take us through today uh, just a really quick way of how we've been doing this. Uh, we've been learning as longer we've been there that uh, we, do, we do simple Bible studies in small groups, and that's what's really changing lives because when we do simple Bible studies, we have these, it's called a discovery Bible study. And you can look this up too. It's, uh, it's online, different formats. Basically, a discovery Bible study is you take a, a short story from the Bible, uh, usually a gospel story, a lot of times with uh, Buddhist people, we also introduce them to who God is. So uh, we, we also will talk about creation and that there's a creator God and who he is. So we do that. We do a simple uh, Bible story, and we ask them four really simple questions. What does this passage tell you about God? What does this passage tell you about people? How are you going to obey what you've learned this week? And then the last one, this is the really tough one. And I tell you, Westwood Church, if you do this, you will see many, many people coming to follow Jesus in this city. The last one is, who are you going to share this with this week? That's a big challenge, right? Not just for me, how am I going to share this now in the next week? So we, we're going to take you through very simply uh, a passage in the Bible. We, won't, we don't have time to do the whole Bible study. That would take too long. Uh, and what we do is as we teach the Bible passage, we are, are also um, helping them to, to remember the, the story that, so that they can um, tell the story to their friends. So we're going to do that. A lot of times, instead of using talking about what does this tell you about God, because they, they may not know or really have a concept of God, we often ask that first question as, what did you like in this story? What did you like? So we're going to read a Bible passage together from Matthew 18. I think there's a slide. There we go. So why don't we all stand up? We're going to read it out loud all together at the same time. And if you don't, if you can't stand, that's fine. Okay, let's start. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, 
a man who owned him 10,000 bags of gold, was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay the master, When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all that he owed. This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Amen. Uh, you can sit down. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that your word is powerful, that your Holy Spirit is speaking to us right now, that you are moving because you are good and you, you want us to be your disciples. You want us to be people who follow you, that we become more and more like Jesus every day. And I pray that you would help us to grow in that way today. I pray this in your name. Amen. So what I'd like you to do is just answer that first question. What did you like in this passage? Usually we would read this passage uh, two times or, and go through it and also uh, help them to, to uh, remember by telling back the story in our own words as well. Uh, we really want people to be able to, to, to say the story without looking at it. So say it in your own words as well. We're not going to go through all that today. All I would like you to do is turn to your neighbor, find somebody who you can talk to, and just say, this is what struck me. This is what I liked. This is how I felt God was, was uh, speaking to me today. Any, something like that, Okay. So can you please do that? We're gonna, I got to get you to work today, Westwood, okay? You're doing the Bible study, so let's work on it.
Okay, I'll give you about 30 more seconds. So you can see how easy and this is to do. You can do this kind of Bible study almost anywhere. So we can do it at a noodle shop, we can do it at a coffee shop, we can do it almost anywhere. And, and the great thing is, is as we've empowered our leaders, the national people, to do this, they're getting really excited. They said, wow, God is opening up opportunities for us to share these simple Bible stories with people. And they are praying every week as they're doing this and asking God, who can I share this with? So we have people in small groups, people who've only been followers of Jesus for a few weeks, who take this, they'll take a simple Bible story like this, and they'll talk to one of their friends and said, can I tell you something that's really helped me this last week, a way that I've been growing? And, and their, their friend says, okay, sure, tell me here. And they tell the story. And then they ask them that, those simple questions. It's, what did you like? What's challenging? What do, you, what do you find out about yourself in this story? Some of those questions. And God continues to open up people's hearts because the Holy Spirit works through God's word. So I want you to do one other thing. We're going to skip the, the couple of the questions. Just want to go. Here's the big challenge question, okay? Because this is where... It gets, gets very real very quickly. Who are you going to share this story with this week? Can't be somebody in this room. Should be somebody who is perhaps you've got a relationship with who, who isn't a follower of Jesus and that you feel like, okay, I think I could share this story with, with that person. If you don't have that person, if that doesn't come to mind right away, Pray with the person beside you right there, right now, for an opportunity that God would open up an opportunity. I'm sure there's many, many people in Prince George who have a difficult, difficult time with forgiving other people. So let's do that right now, and then Louise is going to come up and, uh, and share with us. You're going to turn to your neighbor again. Did you get that? Who are you going to share that with? Okay, that's, that's great. I'm going to invite Louise to come up, and uh, she'll take it from here. Good morning. So great to be back here with you. We've missed you all. 
Well, I was just really in, enjoying talking to my new friend here, and right away she already gave me two names of people that she wants to tell this story to. I was just so thankful how the Holy Spirit's speaking to all of you today. Uh, another part of this story as, as we teach the scripture to Buddhist people is that we're thinking about who to share it with, but we're also listening to the Holy Spirit uh, and he's telling us how we are to obey the word of God as the Holy Spirit has talked to us today. And so even for myself, I was sitting there to, this morning, unbeknownst to me, and the Holy Spirit brings this person's name to my mind. And the Lord says, you need to forgive this person, Louise. You need to let them go. And I'm like, I'm preaching today, God. I'm a little busy. I'm like, no, this was like the Holy Spirit really, really speaking to me. And I was like, oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. So I'm trusting that God is speaking to you today as well about some people in your life who may have offended you, hurt you. And that's your homework for this week is to uh, love them, move towards your critics and forgive them from your heart and to go out and share this story with someone who it might encourage as well. Not to be preachy, of course, but to let the Holy Spirit speak to them. Uh, so I want to tell you about one Buddhist man uh, in our life who we've come to know and love. His name is Uncle Dang. And uh, last year, our team in North Thailand, in, in Chiang Mai, they were going into a village, an unreached village with no Christians, and they were going to visit a woman who they had met who asked for a Bible. Well, as they're going into the village, a drunk 67-year-old man comes towards them and starts yelling at them. I'm like, what are you doing here? And what do you want? And they were like a little bit intimidated. They didn't know if he was going to be violent or angry with them. And they just said, oh, we are, we're here because there's just a woman in the village who's asked for a Bible. She's interested in knowing Jesus. And Uncle Dang is his name. He, uh, you know, in Thailand, everybody's auntie and uncle. So Uncle Dang steps back, and then they realize, oh, he's not that angry. He's just really quite drunk. And, and he's like, what? You're giving this woman a Bible? He says, I want a Bible. Oh, they're like, you want a Bible? Yeah. And can you come to my house and tell me this story too? So Pastor Ott and Cynthia, our multiply missionary, and, and our church planning interns who are learning to share the gospel, they all went to Uncle Dang's house. And they sat and shared with him about who Jesus is and how God sent Jesus to earth to die for our sins. And at that moment, uh, and then after that, uh, Nui, the, the intern, said, you know, God has really delivered me from a lot of addictions as well. He shared how he came to know Jesus and how he's been set free. At that moment, Uncle Dang said, would you pray for me? I don't want to be addicted to this alcohol anymore. It's killing me. And so our church planning team, they just laid hands on him and prayed for him. He repented of his sin, Christ cried out to God for mercy and uh, asked the Holy Spirit to give him power to say no to this addiction. Um, every week, they went back and followed up with Uncle Dang and the new believer who wanted the Bible, and more and more people came to know the Lord, and uh, Uncle Dang just started to study the Bible like this, like we're studying today. 
And uh, a little while later, uh, the whole team is noticing that Uncle Dang has not touched a drop of alcohol. And as a matter of fact, he really loves to pray for sick people. So the team is going out. Uncle Dang is like, can I come along? And they're like, yeah, you can come along. And he's sharing his story. He's praying for sick people. One day, Uncle Dang is studying the Bible with Pastor Ott, just like we are today. And they read this passage together about the unforgiving servant. And Pastor Ott says, Uncle Dang, how is the Holy Spirit speaking to you today? What is God saying to you? Uncle Dang just stops and says, I didn't know that because God had forgiven me of all my sin, that he expects me to forgive others. And so Pastor Ott said, so what are you going to do? Uncle Dang, Uncle Dang says, God is telling me that I need to forgive my brother. Oh, where, do, where does your brother live, Uncle Dang? Well, actually, he's my next-door neighbor right here in the village. I haven't talked to him for 20 years. He walks that way on the road. I walk the other way. The whole village knows that we, are, we hate each other and we don't talk to each other. So what are you going to do, Uncle Dang? Pastor Odd asked, and he said, I'm going to go say sorry, and I'm going to ask him to forgive me. And so that week... Uncle Dang took courage. He went towards his brother. He said, I've been a jerk. I've hurt you. I've done many things that have been terrible. And I, I have come to know Jesus, and he has been teaching me, and he's delivering me from my alcoholism, and I just want to ask you to forgive me for what I've done. And the brother just said, I forgive you. I forgive you. They hugged. They embraced. And in that moment, the whole Buddhist village knew that Jesus was God because they have never seen these men able to forgive one another. And uh, from then on, they would walk out in the street, arm in arm, as men are known to do, and they'd walk and they would talk, and the village just marveled. They said, how did you guys reconcile? And Uncle Dang could say, Jesus, he's teaching me how to love. And Uncle Dang only had three weeks with his brother before he passed away suddenly one day. And Uncle Dang just said, I am so thankful to God. God is so kind that he would give me just three weeks to reconcile with my brother, knowing that my brother would die and that I could share with my brother the way to heaven through Jesus Christ. And this is the power of listening to the word of God and obeying it. And the word uh, um, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 says, The word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So, brothers and sisters, I don't know how God was speaking to you this morning through this passage and uh, how he's asking you to obey, but let's just turn to our neighbors one more time now and just ask each other, is there someone that God is asking you to forgive in your life this week? And is there someone who you could go to and take courage and ask for forgiveness?
And if that there is, maybe, you know, you feel comfortable sharing the name with that person, maybe not, that's okay. But I want to turn, turn to your neighbor now and just talk one more time. Uh, is, how is this passage speaking to you? What is God asking you to do this week? And, and then ask and then pray for each other very, very briefly that God would give you power to do this, his grace to do this. It's a little personal, but this is what it means to be a disciple, is someone who hears his word and obeys. Just take a few minutes. Wow, I just had a special time with my new friend, Rani, and she was very vulnerable and very honest, and we were able to pray together. How many people had an experience like that, where there, God brought someone to your mind who you knew the Lord wanted you to forgive? Anybody have someone come to your mind? Yeah, 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 God is the Holy Spirit speaking to us, and I'm just so thankful for that. Uh, we know that uh, God is calling us to walk as disciples of Jesus, to walk the second mile. And, uh, and you know what the great thing is about walking the second mile? Is that there's actually nobody else on that highway. So it's a very free highway. You can be encouraged. There's not a traffic jam there. So Jesus is asking you to uh, love your enemies, pray for those who hurt you, to be filled with joy and love for them, and to overcome evil with good. And so let's stand up together now, and let's uh, put our hand on our neighbor, on our left and our right, and let's, let's ask the Holy Spirit for his love, a love that we don't have, and for the grace to, uh, to that we would pray for each other. Let's just stand up together, and we're just going to pray out loud, Thai style, 
And uh, my sister Irani, if you see somebody who doesn't have somebody beside them, why don't you guys go and, and yeah, that's so sweet. And put your arms around each other. Let's not leave anybody out today. We want everybody to feel the love of Christ. And the love of Christ comes through the body of Christ. Yeah, amen. All right. So put, just put your hand, yeah, on the left, on the right, and pray for your neighbor. And just ask for that supernatural love, that supernatural forgiveness and, and grace that this is just so sweet. very touched that you're reaching out to each other. Thank you. Thank you for moving towards your neighbors and for people who come. Sometimes people come to church and there's not one person who has hugged them all week. They just, they come here and we are a family. So I'm just really touched by how you're caring for each other. Yeah. So let's pray for supernatural grace and power that we can, uh, walk in Jesus's love, not our own love, and that the Holy Spirit will help us to love those who are our critics, people who are being mean to us, those people who uh, have been unkind to us. Let's forgive them from the bottom of our heart. Yeah. Let's pray out loud, Thai style, all at the same time. I know you guys know how to do this because I've been here so often. So one, two, three, go. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for all the believers here, the brothers and sisters at Westwood today. Thank you that you love them, that you know their struggles, you know the people who have been unkind to them, and you also know, God, our own hearts, and you know where we have been unkind to others as well. Father, we cry out for your mercy. We're like Uncle Dang. We come before you and say we are sinners in need of your grace. Lord, we have been impatient. We have been angry. We have been unforgiving. We have been critical. And we're very sorry, God. Would you forgive us our sins? Thank you that you wash us clean, God. You wash us clean because of the blood of Jesus. Lord, it's not our righteousness, but your righteousness that makes us right before God. Father, we intercede for those uh, who have been mean to us, God. We ask God for a forgiving love for them. We ask God for the joy of the Holy Spirit to be our strength, and that this week as we go to work, and this week as we are in our families, that, that we could be kind, that we could go the extra mile, and that we could love people in a very generous way. We could be merciful to them, because you have been so merciful to us, God. You have been so merciful to us. So I bless everyone here, and I bless them to go out and hear your word and obey it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we praise God for the work that he's doing in all of our hearts uh, this morning, helping us to love one another better. And so we praise God for that. Uh, I just want to close our time actually together. Uh, Dave and Louise have had us uh, pray for one another, but I would like to pray for them. So if you, if you guys would come up here, I'd love to just close. Uh, and if everybody else would just stand up and maybe just extend... If you're comfortable, extend your hands towards Dave and Louise as a way, and uh, 
you just feel free to pray even where you are as I'm praying for them. Jesus, we thank you so much for Dave and Louise, and we thank you for all that you are doing in their hearts and in their minds and all that you are doing um, in uh, the places that you've called them to and with the people that you've called them to be with. And Jesus, we just pray that you would just have uh, for a continued outpouring of your Holy Spirit uh, amongst the Burmese people living in both Thailand and Myanmar, God. Um, we pray for um, just unity, God, amongst the different uh, leaders and different um, people within the church, God, that they would have a unity towards making disciples who make disciples, Jesus. And we pray uh, against any plans or ploys of the evil one to cause divisiveness amongst them, God. We pray against that in the name of Jesus. And we pray uh, Jesus, also amongst uh, the Thai ministry, God, we pray for Pastor Nat and for all of those involved in the Thai ministry, God. Um, we pray for your outpouring of the Holy Spirit amongst the Thai people, Jesus. And we pray for um, the Thai believers, God, to um, be bold in their outreach towards their Thai brothers and sisters, Jesus. And uh, even for Dave and Louise, as they uh, head back to Thailand shortly, God, uh, may you just give them uh, fresh vision, fresh love for the people there, God, um, that you would uh, continue to do um, even more um, than even they could ask or imagine in, in the people theirs uh, and in the ministry there, God. And so we just pray and commit them to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God, uh, you're dismissed.